0: On this episode of the Answers on Aging podcast.
1: You know how, um, when you're just beginning the process of finding out that mom was diagnosed with Parkinson's or ALS or some type of dementia, um, okay, we've got the diagnosis. Now what?
2: Welcome to the Answers on Aging podcast. This podcast provides solutions to your questions and commonly faced challenges about caregiving, legal and financial issues, personal struggles associated with the normal aspects of aging and the unforeseen obstacles that oftentimes can be life altering and even devastating. Each episode dissects real life, real time issues and will often feature special guests who bring expert level knowledge and free resources straight to you. This podcast is hosted by certified elder law attorney, Todd Watley, and licensed nursing home administrator, Sarah Scott. Together, these aging experts bring an impressive combined 30 plus years of experience to the table in order to give you all the answers on aging.
0: That's right. This is the Answers on Aging podcast, and my name is Todd Watley, and we are doing this simultaneously on uh, YouTube.
1: We so are. we've welcome.
0: started dressing up a little bit. Sarah does, Sarah dresses up, I don't, but I am dressed up today because I have clients today and so we are doing a podcast and a Facebook page on Care Navigation and so thankfully I am here with my co-host Sarah Scott.
1: Hey Todd Watley, welcome everybody back to, hopefully back Mm -hmm. to the Answers on Aging podcast. We are so motivated to get information really helpful information Mm -hmm. out to you, our listeners, and hopefully you will share this information to people who are going through just the thick of it when it comes to caring for an aging loved one. And that could Mm -hmm. be your spouse, your parent, your sibling, your friend. I mean, it could be anybody that's Mm -hmm. aging and struggling with what to do next, um, how to navigate certain obstacles that are going to be coming along the way if Mm -hmm. they haven't already. And so, yeah, today we're going to hopefully answer the question for you. How can I help? Sorry. How can I find help navigating care for my aging loved ones? So um, we've have a lot of experience in different areas between the two of us and I think this is kind of my time to shine today.
0: It is. (laughs) You shine most days. You get
1: to shine on a lot of our episodes.
0: I do. And so our (laughs) last episode, if you did not catch our last episode, I I think it was really good because it, it dealt with real life issues that Sarah's been dealing with Mm -hmm. with two of her navigation clients and we'll get into that in just a second but how she helped them transition into a long term care facility Mm -hmm. or assisted living and so that's a process. And there's things you need I think there were five steps mm-hmm. that you put out there for things for you to do, for you to think about, and to help get that process to be better. And quite a few mm-hmm. times during that episode, we talked about Sarah being a care navigator. And so I thought, hey, let's let our listeners know exactly what a care navigator is. Mm-hmm. And if you're local, if if you're in Northwest Arkansas and you're listening to this, Sarah is ready, willing, and able to do this, but if you're not in Northwest Arkansas, hopefully you will find someone who can do something similar to this, and I think it's just a fantastic benefit, and people love it, and it just provides so much good to people to help them do something that they've never done before.
1: Yeah, so So, I mean... More times than not, this is going to be the first and hopefully only time that people are going through the process of what on earth do I do with this aging loved one? And Mm -hmm. so just for simplicity purposes, I'm going to refer to the aging loved one as mom. Okay. Okay? That's kind of my default. Um, mom, my mom, if you're listening, no offense, nothing personal, but not Sarah's mom, yeah, just mom in general, but yeah, it could be anybody. And so, you know, how, um, when you're just beginning the process of finding out that mom was diagnosed with Parkinson's or ALS or some type of dementia. Um, okay we've got the diagnosis now what
0: well and it can't even start before then you yeah. go visit over Christmas mm-hmm. and you see that the re- refrigerators a mess and there's unpaid bills on the table and mom hasn't taken a bath in three weeks
1: yeah yeah and it's
0: like oh something's going on something's I need up. some help right
1: yeah. so when you when you start going through that really daunting process um you don't know like where to even start. Mm-hmm. And so um, if you haven't listened to our episode, what is it? 12? 12. Mm-hmm. Yes. Episode 12 about what is a life care manager. I would encourage you to either push pause and go back and listen to that first or check it out after this episode. But um, cause that'll give you a pretty good idea about some professional resources out there that can provide similar services as a care navigator. But I think one of the biggest distinctions between a care navigator and, say, a placement agency, the most popular one is called A Place for Mom. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're not knocking A Place for Mom, but throughout my experience as a nursing home social worker and then administrator and then having an adult day program, Um, I got to see not just the facility and the care provider perspective of things, but I worked so much with families one-on-one going through this process. And so once my career path took a different turn, um, I really wanted to help families and aging individuals figure out how to best roadmap this journey, because it is a journey. And so basically what a care navigator does is they work for either the family or the aging individual to, first of all, determine what their current situation is and, and identify any red flags or certain areas in their home or their life that Could be better and that Mm. might have some negative implications if they weren't changed. And having that objective perspective from a professional with experience and um, the best intentions possible. Mm -hmm. You know, if you don't know now, I'm going to tell you I love old people. She does. (laughs) And so (laughs) my goal is to make that old person's life, however much longer they have left, to be as best as it could possibly be but a lot of times that means taking them out of their comfort zone moving them into a care facility and so by hiring a care navigator you will get that objective perspective i'll give you you know some recommendations about how things could be better and and you basically get to decide okay are we going to Are we going to do these things that you recommend, or are we just going to keep winging it and hope for the best? The latter is not my favorite response. No, it is
0: not. And there's just so many choices out there. There Mm -hmm. are so many things. And, you know, like we said, you're going to go through this hopefully only once. Right and there's a huge learning curve yeah i mean there were there's different types of facilities there are different levels of care mm-hmm. there are you know there's in like here in northwest arkansas there were probably 20 assisted living facilities oh, yeah. yeah, and i think they each kind of cater or appeal to a different personality mm-hmm. and, and sarah knows each of those and you know, if you're a real down home type person and you you don't like fancy stuff yeah. and you're just real down home, okay, you should probably look at these three. But if if you've always had you know live kind of special and you like fancy things, mm-hmm. then look at these three. Nah. But Be- because these are really nice, you know, crystal chandeliers, wide halls, big stone fireplace, you know, pool tables, you know, it's really nice. Mm-hmm. But some people that doesn't appeal to them. Mm-hmm. And sometimes just location, personalities, there's just a lot of things that you don't know to look for in mm-hmm. a care navigator does.
1: Right. So a, a well-rounded and, and educated care navigator will be able to assess your current situation, give some recommendations about, okay, if we're going to stay in the home, Maybe we should bring in some part-time in-home care aides, or maybe we need to consider transitioning from home into a specific type of care facility that is at the appropriate level of care that your Mm -hmm. loved one needs. Mm -hmm. And that is where the care navigation um, services can really help take away a lot of the stress, the anxiety, and... And help steer you in the right direction, and facilitate getting all the answers that you need from the medical stuff, the social stuff, the financial stuff, which Mm -hmm. is huge, and and the legal stuff as well.
0: Yeah. What is your first when when a family calls you? What is typically your your first request?
1: Well, that they have powers of attorney in place. Okay.
0: Second request.
1: My second request
0: medical documents.
1: Oh, for sure. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. Was I was wondering where you're going. <laughs> okay, with that. sorry. Yes, and it is it is a really good idea prior to even um, hiring a care navigation yeah. specialist that you go ahead and obtain the current medical records for your loved one mm-hmm. because no matter what type of care that needs to be brought in or facility that we're going to transition into Those medical records are going to be required, and and there will have to be that. And that often takes the longest time. Sure. Well,
0: (coughs) 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 sorry. Medicine is like a second language almost. You know, there are terms that mean certain things. You know, hepta means liver, Mm you know. Different things. And so going through medical records, you need to know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. As a non-medical person, you can get the medical records and say, I have no idea what this does. But that's what will tell Sarah or the care navigator that will lead them to to think, okay, we should be looking at this level of care or with this behavioral problem with yeah. this medication that indicates there's some behavioral problems this facility is going to deal better with that and so mm-hmm. the medical records do start the process yeah. you know way down the road to right. say okay we need to eliminate all of this because mm-hmm. with this medical issue here on you know page 47 of this 300 page how this tells me you need to start looking at this.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's crucial. It is. And it, one of the reasons that it does seem to take more time than we would prefer often is because, you know, when they when the doctor's office or the hospital gets a request for medical records, before they release those, many times they will have to send those records off to either a nurse consultant or a legal department to be reviewed. Before they release them, just in case they weren't, you know, crossing all the T's, dotting all the I's, or following up. And so, you need to expect that process to take a little bit longer than you would care for it to. Um, However, if you go ahead and get that started before anything else, I would encourage you to keep those records current and on your person, or at least have access to an electronic medical record file for your aging loved one so that when the day comes to hire a care agency or transition into a care facility, you already have that and you're not waiting around to get that first step taken care of. So um, yes, a care navigator is, I think, a very key part of making the aging process and caring for your aging loved one successful and as smooth as possible. It's not going to be smooth. It's not going to be easy, but this type of service can absolutely eliminate some undue stress and anxiety. And you will know and trust that, okay, we're headed in the right direction. They're not going to steer me wrong. It's worth a little bit of the money. Let's just go
0: ahead and do uh, it. It's just, you know, I'm a, I'm hugely in favor of hiring a professional, someone yeah. who does it. You know, it's like as an attorney, someone says, oh, I downloaded my POA or my will off the internet. I'm fine, right? And you're just like, oh, my goodness, this yeah. is dealing with your life savings, mm-hmm. everything you've worked for. Mm-hmm. You want to go somewhere. You want to go as easily as possible. Why try to do that on your own? I don't work on my own car, okay? Mm-mm. I know a little bit. I mean not now. I drive a Tesla now so there's just nothing to do. But, but anyway, if you drive a traditional car, it, you know, I know a little bit, uh-huh. but I just know. I just don't want to mess it up. Right. Let the professionals. Yes, it's going to cost some money. So speaking of money, what can someone expect to pay?
1: Well, it's typically going to be a month to month um retainer mm-hmm. that provides you know a certain amount of hours so you know I just do a set 10 hours a month mm-hmm. if we need more we'll increase that but it's generally going to be between you know 50 to 80 or 90 bucks an hour
0: okay I know like um, the live care manager people mm-hmm. we talked about I think they charge one to so right. depending on your location I, w- I would expect to pay upwards of probably 150. Yeah. Per hour at, in some places sure. and, and probably as low as $50 mm-hmm. an hour. Now, talk about a place for mom and mm-hmm. people like that. Placement
1: agency. Placement agencies. That's totally different. They're free. Well, they're free <laughs> to the aging individual right. or their families. However, they get a, basically it's a referral bonus or a referral fee for whenever they, take their client and place them into a care facility and and the downside to that is they're not going to have contracts and relationships with every potential provider mm-hmm. And they're going to steer their clients to the facilities or the care agencies that they have contracts with so they can get paid by the provider.
0: I mean, that's just natural. It you know, is. it's like I'm spending time with you and mm-hmm. this is my living. And so I would like to get paid. And even though you're not paying them, please understand the advice that you're going to get from them can't help but be somewhat biased. Sure. Okay. Absolutely. When, when you're paying someone like Sarah, you're paying her. She's working for you she's looking at every place out there mm-hmm. and truly finding the place that is absolutely best for you because mm-hmm. they're not paying her you are so right. you know yes it can be free and uh-huh. I, I have friends who do that and they do a fantastic job yeah. okay yeah I'm I'm not you know bashing them I'm just saying please understand
1: the difference the difference there is a big difference And another piece to the difference between a care navigator and a placement agency is going to be once the placement agency has their client landed Uh and enrolled or admitted to that care provider, um, they're done, Uh you know, they're like, best of luck. Uh Thanks for letting me help you Uh facility. Thanks for the referral bonus. I'm out to my next client and It can work that way sort of with a care navigator, but the option still stands that you can continue those care navigation services into the journey of that loved one's receiving care. Um, I know many times I will stay on board with Mm -hmm. the clients once they get placed into a care facility because that's that's my wheelhouse, actually. And once we get there... I can help make sure that everything that needs to be in place is, and if there are issues that come up along the way, or mom's not getting a shower as often as I thought she would, excuse me, or I don't really like mom's roommate, or I have an issue with the business office manager, all that stuff. um, A good care navigator is going to be able to help help resolve those issues, well, address those issues, resolve them, and then monitor the situation and make sure that the same issues don't keep coming up. With
0: well, just yesterday, mm-hmm. you, you did a visit, the initial visit, and your client sleeps late. Yeah. And they were told <clears throat> by this place, you need to be at breakfast by 8 o'clock or else you don't get breakfast. Yeah. And whoo, porcupine needles.
1: She had them spread out. Well,
0: and you did too. And I did
1: too, because you don't... <laughs> But, you don't tell them that, right? I and mean, so, if
0: a facility tells you that, uh-huh. not knowing, you're like, "Oh, well, okay, we got to change Mom's whole morning routine, and you will get her up, and yeah. you know, she's not going to like it." But if you say that's what's got to happen, then it's got to happen. Where a care navigator will be like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh,
1: no, no."
0: If she wants to eat breakfast at ten o'clock, she need breakfast at ten that's o'clock. That's right.
1: And if that means we need to stock her room pantry with, you know, instant grits, which she is a fan of, <laughs> okay, yeah. and a, a Keurig machine for her coffee because it's not available at ten thirty mm-hmm. when she prefers to wake up. That's mm-hmm. what we're going to do, yeah. um, and so yeah, just personalizing and really catering to the the aging individuals' care wants and needs and preferences is a huge advantage when you've got a care navigator on board because.
0: Knowing the rules, knowing the rules, rules. knowing what the facility can and can't do Mm -hmm. is huge.
1: Yeah. And a lot of times the staff even Mm -hmm. don't realize what all the rules are and how we can be flexible and sometimes think outside the box because they've always done it this way. Yeah. And that used to irk me so bad whenever (laughs) I would, you know, have meetings with consultants and um, in the nursing home. And I would question, like, well, why do we do it this way? Well, the answer. Nine times out of ten would be we've always done it that way. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, what if we revisited that, <laughs> sure you know, loved. and and think outside the box a little bit. I remember we had a, a gentleman in the nursing home who um, had this nervous tick, and he would spit everywhere, and he he would, um, you know pedal himself around in his wheelchair throughout the facility Mm -hmm. and there would just be spit on the carpet and all dripping down his wheelchair and it was so nasty and we're trying to think okay is does he have overactive saliva glands is this the medication side effect Mm -hmm. what is this because it it was kind of a newer issue Mm -hmm. and you know what worked finally at the end of trying medications, cough drops, extra hydration, a spit cup, none of that worked. A sucker? A pacifier.
0: Oh wow.
1: He wanted, I, I don't know what it was, but this oral fixation that he had was was essentially fulfilled once he had a, a pacifier. Wow. And we had to care plan the you know what <laughs> out of this pacifier because there's a whole dignity issue and this is a grown man and you don't stick a pacifier in his mouth, but it worked. And the family luckily was open-minded and did not want dad to be known as the spitter. Mm -hmm. And they were willing and open to try anything. And I don't even know how we ended up. I think a sucker was working a little bit, but he wouldn't keep it in his mouth because he would have to hold the stick.
0: I see. Yeah.
1: So, you know, just thinking outside the box and really trying to customize the, the aging loved one's care is going to be crucial and just one more reason why utilizing a care navigator is going to help make this situation a lot better. Um, yeah. But that's not the only resource that can help make the process easier. Um, we also have a book, if you haven't heard, yeah. now you know. Conquering the maze of long term care for your loved one. Um, we do touch on in the book from A to Z, you know, when to start looking, how to determine the right level of care, how to pick a facility, and, and we go through the whole, whole process of conquering that maze. Mm-hmm. It is a maze, you're going to get lost sometimes, and that care navigation system or service can actually help get you back on the right path. But, um, for our listeners all over the U.S., I believe every county in the country has an Area Agency on Aging. Mm-hmm. So, if you're not in Arkansas and you don't even know where to start to, to begin looking for these types of services, the Area Agency on Aging in your county can help guide you to what options are in your area. And then I'm also a huge, huge um, advocate for participating in support groups Mm -hmm. or just individual counseling. Um, Trust me, you are not alone in this journey. There are so many people who are the sole caregiver of an aging loved one. It is an incredibly difficult, stressful, time-consuming task, and you are not alone. I know it feels isolating all the time, but... There are a lot of people going through a very similar situation, and being able to share and learn from those other people is incredibly beneficial. Incredible. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> they are a source of information and help, just like a professional, mm-hmm. b- because they've been through it. So, mm-hmm. all right. Good job, Sarah. Thanks. So, um, hopefully this has helped you understand that there are resources out there and that um, Please, it is worth the money. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a Medicaid spend-down. Yeah. Just if you're concerned about Medicaid, that they, they don't fuss about that. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, spend the money, get the help you need, make this easier on you and them and everybody, and mm-hmm. and thanks for listening. Yes. And if you have questions, you can always e- email us at my law office. I'm Todd at ToddWatleyPA.com, and Sarah is Sarah S at toddwatleypa.com please email us with suggestions ideas and if you want a book let us know and we'll get you a book okay
1: that's right thank you very
0: much bye
2: thank you for listening to the answers on aging podcast with todd and sarah be sure to hit subscribe and keep tuning in each week as they bring you helpful useful and easy to find resources for making life as we age as simple and enjoyable as possible For more information about this episode, visit AnswersOnAgingPodcast.com. Click on the show notes tab and take advantage of the free resources right there at your fingertips to see Todd and Sarah live. Check out our Facebook page, Answers on Aging, to catch a live feed of their radio show every Wednesday morning from 9 to 10 o'clock. Todd and Sarah welcome feedback and love to answer your questions. So please, let them know what you think by leaving a review and share with your friends and family.